And welcome back to the podcast Behind Places and Faces. I'm Nija and <laughs> I had the most exciting half an hour in this lockdown. So yesterday we wanted to go to the shop to buy some food. And because the shop is like two kilometers and a half away, we usually walk there. But because we are four of us, we need a little bit more food. So we decided we're going to take my car. But my car didn't start i couldn't even open the car normally so i was like um i think that my battery is flat so because that's me and that's how i do when i'm traveling i'm like okay i'm gonna sort this out that's not the first time that my battery is a little bit flat and i didn't use car in the last few days so we're gonna sort this out i asked my friends to push out the car and we pushed it to, on the street next to the, another car and we put the jumping jacks out and nothing. My car didn't move. Nothing. 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 And I was like, no, 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 no. Maybe we did something wrong. Okay. I left it. We walked to the shop, came back and I was like, I'm going to try again. Okay. We tried again. We did everything as it was written, so don't panic, it's gonna be fine. And you know what? Nothing. I even locked my steering wheel so I couldn't move my wheels. And so I, because I had it luckily on the side, we could push my car back from the main street and it was sitting in the half road, half parking spot ish but fine fine i'm gonna sort things tomorrow but when i jumped out of the car i realized i forgot to close my window so i also had a window open and nothing is working i can't close the window nothing anyway um i put the plastic bag on my window so today in the morning i call around and i got a guy who came changed my battery and he was like oh you had a battery from 2016 and you were driving all around and wow this is actually good good battery and i was like sweet so it's just battery right and he was like yeah i think so put new battery in and voila i can close my window i can turn around my car sweet and I also got my recording studio back because um, it's really windy. It's a lot of cars driving around, even though it's still level three, but people had to work and house is full of people and I can't shout and I can't laugh and I can't be too loud because some people are working and having lectures. So woohoo, we're back. <laughs> so for the beginning of the episode, this was quite fun, right? It's like a holy guacamole, but uh-oh, we will still have this section because I have a story to share with you. But honestly, this whole episode is going to be like my holy guacamole because I just have me and my little drama stories. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna talk about my trip to Great Barrier Island. Ho, 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 Lee, guacamole. Woohoo! My favorite section. 
So guys, if you're listening this for the first time, Holy Guacamole is a section where I'm sharing my traveling stories or your traveling stories. So if you have anything funny or special to share, just write me on Behind Places and Faces on Instagram or Facebook and let's have some fun. Today, I'm going to share a story that my friend Maddie from Canada said to me. Um, Maddie would say that I mean that I'm laughing, but guys, listen to this. Was in Bali, wanted to go to one of the other islands. They do a four-day luxury cruise to the island. Sweet. Booked it and then decided from there we were going to fly to Malaysia. That's all done. We're looking forward to the next week. Late at night, they come back and tell us it's the beginning of the season and the cruise is full. So we'll have to take the next one a few days later. Can't do that. We already booked a flight. The dates don't line up. So we can either fly to the island or take a bus. It's 24 hour bus ride. It will be cool and we'll get to see a whole bit. And it's cheaper. So we booked it. And then we tell reception. Their reaction was, why? First red flag. So we got on the bus the next day. Two hours bus ride to the first stop. We get there and our guy says, okay, wait here until 3 p.m. That's when the bus leaves to take you on the journey. It's 9 a.m. Oh, and that's 24 hour journey. It starts at 3 p.m. Annoying, but whatever. Another red flag. 3 p.m. comes around and the guy says, there is a weight limit for our bags. Ask us if our bags are below a certain weight. Obviously, they are well over, but there is no scale. So he tells us if we are lying, God will smite us. Okay, cool. I'm well past caring about that at this point. I've done enough. I'm going to hell anyway. The bus finally leaves at four. We are the only foreigners on this bus. Red flag. No one speaks English. Oh my. Our first stop, right across the road. Spend another 45 minutes there. Just accept that time doesn't exist anymore. Can't ask anyone. Well beyond annoyed at this point. Finally, get on the road. 5 p.m. In theory, our 24 journey begins. Quite smooth for a bit. They fed us dinner. We get a rest stop a few hours later. All good. Nightfall arrives, everyone is passed out. I can't fall asleep because this situation is ridiculous. 2, maybe 3 a.m. The bus driver decides to drop a disco ball. Having that going, no music, no one is awake, it's pitch black and we have a <laughs> disco ball going. This lag of the journey ends. Everyone gets off. Again, no one speaks English. We're in the middle of nowhere pretty much a desert. They tell us to hop in a white unmarked van. Just us and the driver. At this point, we don't have any other options, so sure. Drives for 10 minutes and then just stops and leaves. Doesn't say anything to us. It's pitch black. We're in a rough neighborhood. This is how it's gonna end. 10, 15 minutes goes by. Dude comes back. He was praying. An hour goes by, he drops us off. And then from here, we're supposed to hop on a ferry at 7 a.m. It's 6 a.m. Sweet. Finally, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., nothing. 
We find a few people there. They say they work on the ferry. Okay, sounds good. Some guys comes around taking money from people and I already paid for this, but I don't care. I just want on. He won't take my money. Noon rolls around and we just have no idea when or if the ferry is coming. Ferry ends up arriving at 6 p.m. Leaves at 7 p.m. Oh, and it's a six hour journey. The 24 hour journey turned into 40 plus hour journey and killed any plans of seeing this island. It's Asia. We went back and looked at the cost difference between flying in and the bus. A few dollars. <laughs> when I was reading this money, I can imagine your face and how annoyed you were. <laughs> you can't do anything. You just have to go with the flow and hope that you're gonna survive. If I would be there alone with no friends, no one speaking English in the middle of the desert, I would probably die. And now let's go to the barrier island. And why the hell this episode has a title, Blue Parking Princess on the Great Barrier Island. It was the last day of July. Evening, rainy day, long working day. Of course, why would I give myself one day off to sort things out and pack? No, 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 no. I left Caddy Caddy in late afternoon and come to Oakland when it was already quite dark. Very dark. Because it was winter. I mean, it is winter. I'm standing in front of a beautiful villa house. Wow. Amazing. This place is something special. Welcome to Jandy and Richard's house. You know, when you meet someone and there is something special about them. Let me go a few weeks back. I was working in the region Bay of Plenty in Caddy Caddy. And Mama Ganui was my kind of a place where I, I could just sit on the bench for hours and listening waves and watching beautiful sunsets, <clears throat> surfers. I had my, my spot on the beach. One evening, my friends Nick and Tamara asked me to babysit because two good friends are coming to visit. I came this evening and you know when you walk into the room and there is love and everyone is just chatting and amazing energy. I met Jandy Richard. What a couple. So many stories from traveling around, living in Africa, Russia to being apart and they stayed overnight and in the morning we had a pinky special pancakes with a strong black coffee and then they were gone. Few weeks after I was about to visit Auckland and I don't know how but Facebook recommended me Richard for a friend. Thank you Facebook. I thought I would never say this in my life but I wrote him that I'm in Auckland and we met for a lovely breakfast in Olaf. This is a cafe where they have a proper bread on New Zealand. I could sit with them for ages and just listening their traveling stories and how amazing their life is. But they were in a hurry because they were on the way to Great Barrier Island. I heard a lot about this island, but I never had a thought actually go there. They invited me if I wanted to go uh, in the future, but I, well, I don't even know 
what I said back, but probably something like, you would allow me to go to your place? Yeah, probably something like that. But a few days after, I was back in my nursery reality and I was freezing and I couldn't even move my fingers. And I, you know, when you have to wake up from warm bed in your car and you have to jump. Oh, I just asked myself, really, Neja? What is your plan? Winter, you are living in your car. I need to do something with my life. I used to have plans, you know? So this day I opened Facebook and guess what? I just saw a post from Jenny and Great Barrier Island with so many amazing pictures. I wanted to go there. So I wrote Jenny and it was arranged. I'm going. Next day, I walked to my manager, Anna, and said, oh, I'm going in two weeks. I need to go. And that day came. I left and I said, I'm sure I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's what I said before, too. <laughs> I'm standing in front of Jenny's Richard house. Have you ever been in a house where every piece of the house has a story behind? That's their place, a little museum from their travelings. It was late and I didn't pack yet. So Richard gave me all the instructions about two to eight, the house there, and then I went to put my life for a week into my backpack. <laughs> I have no idea how on earth I came with one backpack to New Zealand, honestly. I bought some food and I wanted to take also recording equipment. Come on, Nisha, it's already 11 and you can't have too much. Okay, somehow I managed and voila, 6.30 next morning, I was already checked in and ready to sail. To get to the Barrier Island, you have two options, or you take a ferry or fly there. I chose ferry. Ocean, waves, love it. But for the first time in my life, I was seasick. Me? Yes, me. I am usually a kind of a kid who can drive around and read a book at the same time or being on a boat and enjoying all the big waves. But this is something different because when you come to the open sea, it doesn't matter. You can be sick. So, if I went out, it was windy and rainy. If I walked around, not helping. So, I fell asleep. I was listening to podcasts. Four hours and a half was just schwitz. And there it was. Yay! Great Barrier Island and Sun. I'm smelling holidays. I deleted Facebook, Instagram. I put a backpack on and another bag in the front. And let's hit the road. I'm talking about a tiny road that you share with the cars. If I'm honest, it looked magical. Trees, flowers on the side, but no fence. So if you drive beat off the road, your car is a more car boat. I started walking and I thought I will have to jump a few times on the side, but everyone is in holiday mood. No one is in a hurry. I love it. I have really heavy backpack, you know, backpackers and food supplies. I didn't even felt heaviness because I was just enjoying everything around me. I was happy. I walked around the bay and after half an hour, I was there, 228, and the blue car in the front. Wow. I will pretend that I was breathtaking because of the view. And I was. 
but I was so happy to put all the bags down that oof. Well, this is definitely not a cottage. This is a house with a view that I'm dreaming. I walked around, opened a house, and as a typical me, I read all the instructions. Instructions? Instructions for what? To be off grid. Yes. On Great Barrier Island, live permanently around 1,000 people. And all of them try to be self-sufficient. They are collecting their own water and generating own solar or wind power. Barrier Life teaches you how to appreciate the small pleasures in life and also how overly convenient modern life has become. So challenge accepted. I have to be careful not to use too much solar power because I don't have generator and I don't have $12,000 or more to buy a new system. Awesome. First two days I was freaking out, but then I was fine. When I came was Saturday and I didn't have energy to move. I made myself coffee, took a proper shower when the sun was still on and I turned on the radio and started dancing around. Loved it. Kingdom, that's what I call this place now, was like house in Auckland, full with the pieces from traveling. I'm not kidding. Took me an hour to walk around the house to check all the paintings, maps, statues. <laughs> Are you already annoyed how enthusiastic I am about this place? Yep, this is just the beginning. Richard and Danny also loved brochures and maps, so I started planning my I will do nothing holidays, like a little kid. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning. I woke up like I had energy injection. I did woke up one time to go and check the battery in the middle of the night, just to be sure if it's still on a safe level. I was just having a bad dreams and I didn't want to destroy anything. So I made myself a freshly grounded coffee with a little old grinder. I sat on a balcony and started listening my roommate Tui that I named Tony. I don't know what is with this name, but I realized that I use it often. The other day, I found a little spider in my van on the back window. And every time I went to bed, I talked to him. I hate spiders. Not that I hate them, I'm just, I'm just scared of them. And I didn't take him out for weeks because I said if I wanted to go to Australia, I have to get used to it. Well, one day I opened the back of the car and hey, Tony, you greedy us. He was everywhere. He grew up. So, ah, nope, I kicked Tony out. So that was my Tony one. And now I need new Tony. So Tui Tony, I need someone to talk to. <laughs> After morning talk, it was time to uncover the car, plug the battery back and voila. Damn it. First, I had to refill the car. So I took a scenic drive to petrol station in the middle of the island. <laughs> One dollar more than on the land. That's gonna be fun. I drove through Clary's and I stopped at Madeline's Beach where I found a swing. And I didn't do anything for a bit. I know, miracle. After that, I stopped at the Station Rock lookout where I hiked to the top to get 360 view of barrier where I could see the little Great Barrier Island and Coromandel and ah, oh, it was amazing. Oh, and that's all that I did in the morning. It was already lunchtime. It was two o'clock and it was a beautiful day. So I decided to took sneakers, binoculars and to go towards sunset somewhere. I drove close to the house and I had a map with different walking tracks. I came to the one of the tracks and I pulled on the side of the road. 
because I was not sure if I wanted to do this one and when I was thinking and looking at the map another car came and I didn't even react but car didn't move what the hell? I turned my head and driver looked at me and he was like are you staying or are you um yeah I mean uh, I don't yeah okay fine I'm gonna stay yep I'm staying he was okay and he didn't say anything, but I saw my car and I was like, oh my god, Nisha, high five for parking. But come on, there was ghost road before, no one. So, okay, I reparked, not as good as usual, but there was no space. There was just like millimeters to millimeters. Oh, never mind. I started laughing and the guy was already in wetsuit pulling out equipment and... He looked at me as I'm crazy, politely of course, but uh, I explained that I couldn't decide which walk I want to take, so that's why I parked like a princess. He just laughed and said, I didn't say it, you did, but I agree. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I asked if he needed help with equipment uh, that because I'm going to the Ross Bay. And he was like, I'm good, but I'm going there too, so. And we walked together and we talked firefighter from South Auckland. Before, he was also in Navy chasing pirates. After years, he had enough. He explained that chasing a pirate, it's not like we see it in movies. I mean, that's a little bit too much, but they basically stealing back what it was taken from them. So kind of a, you can't blame them. Anyway, he had so many stories that I was just listening with wide open eyes. And when we came to the Ross Bay, I was sweating like a pig, but I didn't say anything. And I thought it was like a little nice bay, but man, this was like a cliff that you had to climb down if you wanted to go to the water. The guy jumped into the water and I started looking after dolphins, whales. Well, at the end, I just saw seagulls and beautiful clouds. That's all. I had a back and I more climbed than actually walked back. And after two hours and a half, I was sweating even more. I need a shower, but I need a light to take a shower. So, Nero, run! <laughs> so I did. And I made it. Woohoo! I cook, I open a bottle of wine, and enjoy the view with a book. Life, huh? But tomorrow, I have a big plans. I wanted to catch a sunrise and then go to the Mount Hobson, the highest mountain on island. Good morning! Of course, I miscalculate everything. But when I came to the car, I saw a message stacked on my window. Hey, it's Tom from yesterday. He wrote that he would like to join me for Mount Hobson if I'm in. I messaged him. Sure, I, I thought I was too late, but no. I drove to Madlands to see sunrise. I was almost late. And I sat there with a the coffee and waited for him. He came and then we drove together to the, through Ireland to the Windy Canyon and left car there. And then we started. I was prepared for a three and a half hour walk one way. I had food, I had snacks. And Tom, typical Kiwi, shorts and without anything. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful walk. Stairs, little paths, a canyon, beautiful view around the island. But when we came to the top, there was a huge cloud sitting on it and didn't move. Oh, and guess what? We reached the top in one hour and 25 minutes. Yep. Ah, but I was so angry because of the cloud that, oh, I can't always have the best, right? On the top, we had a big lunch, of course, because I had a feast with me. 
because of the all day track and because i was so stubborn we went a little bit longer and i don't know what i did probably i used my psycho powers to move the clouds no i didn't manage to do it a little bit though that i could see on one side of the island can you imagine 360 view on a perfect day okay i was annoyed uh, and at the end we went down when we walked down and i looked up guess what clouds were gone gone and tom put a cherry on the top you know yesterday was even more sunny or tomorrow you can go again i was just it was amazing anyway I learned some new things about this island and about New Zealand and it's really good to have a local to show you around. Well, not typical local, but his dad is living on a barrier and he's the only one who had a pool table on the island. That's important information, just to let you know. He drove me also around to show me other villages and when we drove back, we also passed a sign Donald Trump and I... I asked, what, what is this Donald Trump? And Tom told me that this is a dump station. <laughs> Brilliant. You gotta love heavy humor. It was not even a finish today and I saw so much and I learned so many things. So Tom, if you're listening, I am so glad that I met you. Thank you so much. Next day he flew back to his family and Thank God it was raining half day because I couldn't even walk normally. But anyway, I'm not going to throw away a good day. Well, I don't mind a little shower now and then. Decided to do all meal track. This is historic place where you can learn and see a lot of um, things from the earlier years when they were doing a lot of whaling and mining. And I decided to do a little walk around all this historic place. Perfect two hours return. Beautiful walk through the forest and beach and there was no one. I'm not kidding. Waves, strong wind and me. I found old historic site from mining and a lot of holes around it. And I started to felt a little bit uncomfortable. And when I was walking, one of the branches broke because of the wind. And then right past me and... Okay... I am done. I'm gonna run back. But no, no, amnesia. So I push myself till the end because it's me. And then I'll run back. I didn't run. I was having a really good tempo. This was it for today, right? Coffee? Book? Mm -hmm. But no. When I was driving back, I turned to another village where I did another little track to the one of the mines. And then I went back. Wednesday. Perfect day for sunrise. Yes! This day I was not late. I caught the most amazing sunrise in New Zealand. I never saw something that spectacular. Coffee, me, alone on the beach. Can you even imagine what a sugar overdose would be to have a, your partner in crime next to you? Wouldn't know. That sounds good. Thanks, coffee. You never disappoint. Plan for a sunny day was go to Haritanga camp, leave car there, do a four-hour track one way and hitchhike back to the car. <laughs> Good plan, yeah, as usual, Neja. I started driving towards campsite on a gravel road and holy guacamole, I don't have a four-wheel drive. 
So I turned around, left car up the road and walked a little bit more because when I came down, I realized that I would probably be stuck with this car and no one would know where I am and I would be lost in the woods and okay, I'm overreacting. Well, at least I will have a car closer to the main road when I'm going back, right? It's easier to walk more at the beginning than at the end. Sure. Walk to remember. <laughs> Alone again. I caught all the spiders nets crossing the track. I had two pantails flying with me all the way. I sang at least 10 Slovenian songs to the trees and two that I made up. These were special edition. I sang them on the cliff Rakitu Island. Three hours went like poof and wow. At the end, there was a bench on the hill with a spectacular view on the river and ocean where they are coming together. I'm pretty sure I saw a huge turtle, some seals, and I was just sitting there and enjoying my lunch with a perfect view. It passed a few minutes and I heard something moving in the bush. And I was like, oh, maybe it's some rat, a possum, bird. But no, I saw a little girl with a long curly blonde hair with a big blue eyes eating a manuka tree. And I was like, hi. And she was not alone. There was another kid and another kid. And there were like a barefoot kids in the middle of the forest. And then I also met mom and dad. And we started talking. And they were so amazing and kind. It was already quite late. So if I had to go back, I had to start moving. So I came to the main road. But to go back to the car, ugh, it's another 12 kilometers probably something like that so i decided i will hitchhike and walk at the same time after 30 seconds i hitchhiked the car i was picked but unfortunately i was left after a few kilometers because they went to do some hikes there better than nothing i walked on and on and on and i was like this is the main road man it's in the middle of the day but no cars i'm not kidding no one so of course after one hour and a half i was back at the car i did some steps today i was tired but let's finish the day with something even more special kaitoke hopples after a long walk yes i drove there and i realized oh there is a 45 minutes walk to the hot pools fine 30 minutes for me of course yeah it was already three o'clock in the afternoon so i have two hours till the darkness and if i wanted to take shower and i drive home okay i have to hurry up so i ran i ran in my swimming suits and all smelly but i didn't care i read the hot pools and also walked a little bit up to see the pinnacles and a beautiful sun and then i headed to the hot pools i had them all to myself foggy smelly stream muddy Blah. i don't want to lay down but i want to i can hear my sister voice come on princess Ugh. okay fine i prepared a stones and i lay down it was so good it was so warm it was not too hot it was not too cold it was perfect i didn't move for a few minutes but then I had to run back. 
I ran, I drove home, caught the last 10 minutes of the light to have a shower and it was a good day. Tomorrow I will be easy, I said. Mm-hmm. I have some work to do. <sighs> when I came on island, I also booked stargazing. But I didn't have a luck with weather, so maybe tomorrow it's gonna be a day? Well, didn't happen. But I had a good, easy day, even caught some stars with my phone. Did some reading, writing, I took myself out for lunch, nice walk, and in the evening, I also took myself out for dinner in an Irish pub. This island is just the best. I came to the pub, not even awkward that I was alone. I started talking with locals and little kid that was running around because his dad was actually playing guitar and singing. And one guy actually started playing, another lady joined with singing, then another with saxophone, and another, and then everyone was just jamming, and I sang along, and I was drawing with a kid, and I had a most amazing night. I don't want to go home. Oh, I mean, I live everywhere, so maybe I can stay? <laughs> Friday. Stormy weather in the afternoon. <laughs> That's going to be a bumpy ferry ride. I packed, cleaned everything and walked back to the little port. Nah, of course there is more of a drama for Nisha. I walked back and when I came on a ferry, Captain said, Sweet, we were waiting just for you. And, and we left. Oh my god. I was before expected time there. Walk of shame to the cabin. Woohoo! I apologized and he said that I'm I'm okay. We just had to catch the good waves before the wind changes. And there we go. But I have to admit it was much better. I survived and I had the best week. I was off the grid of social media with Tui Tony, blue car, coffee cup and hiking boots. I never heard so many different birds. I never saw that bright Milky Way and never felt so good to be alone. Alone, but not lonely. I was in peace with myself. I would need another week to do nothing and do all the rest of the hikes and surfing and I'll be back. Places and faces. I want to thank you, Richard and Jandy. This island is so beautiful. Not just the beaches, the mountains, the hikings, everything is just breathtaking. So if you're ever going to be on New Zealand, it's a must. Well, that's it for my drama this week. Oh, no. I almost forgot. I forgot almost, but nah. About almost enough. Second sweet of this week. Well, definitely, we're still in lockdown. I am eating too much and I try to walk every day different path to the top of the Mount Victoria in Wellington. So this, okay, this was my suck. And sweet. Oh, and my sweet, of course. Oh, my car, it was just flat battery. So this is sweet for me. Can you imagine being anything else wrong? No, thanks. So yeah, that's me for this week. So if you like it, you know the drill. Subscribe, follow, send me some stories on Behind Places and Faces on Facebook, Instagram, and see you later, alligator. Do -do 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 -do
places and 